Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. This upcoming concert season will be all about the boots, and Tecovis is your stop for the best in Western style. Tecovis has seasonal and limited edition offerings this spring and summer, including men's and women's boots, apparel, hats, bags, and more. All Tecovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Tecovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. It's hard to find this level of comfort paired with this level of style. Stop by your local Tacova store, have a complimentary drink or two, that's WCB style, and shop new styles. The smell of fresh leather and friendly staff are at your service. Many stores even have leather custom branding to make your boots truly personalized. And with regular live music and events, there's no in-store experience like it. If you can't make it into a store, just visit tecovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com. They offer free shipping on all boots, as well as free returns and exchanges, and ship right to your door. Go to tecovis.com and find your new favorite pair of boots today. Welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast. And we get the back view of him, and I mean, it's just a mega. 52 yards is a long shot. Uh, Magnum P.I., is what yeah. we named him. No idea. Just but, a magnet. Yeah, just a magnet. Come on, Cam Ashi. We, we said probably 150, mid 150. Yeah. Same Doe from the morning come out with that nine pointer. Here, here steps out this 90 inch eight pointer. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ah. I'm like, okay, well, there's still a buck back there grunting. Yeah. And then out steps like another 90 inch eight yeah. pointer. I'm like, oh, all right. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. Bro. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> I'm like, deer, right there. Yeah, like And he's 30 already yards. 30 yards. Yeah. He he was literally five yards from the base of the tree. Could have been at a buck down at 140 in the afternoon, back there deep on public. Three does come out pretty early. It was like 245, 24 yards shot, sent the combat veteran. And I tell you what, man, dude, it just smoked. We always get so jacked up when the other person kills. It's just almost like we got it done. Yeah. And when you killed that doe, I was like, hell yeah, man. And we come down here to Missouri. My ass called me one more time. I'm like, is it a good buck? And he goes, yeah, real good, solid buck. I'm like, all right, boom. <laughs> and the deer just drops for sure. Super special to me. Whitetail Legacy Podcast, bringing you back to the hunt and leaving a legacy. Baller rut. Not very confident yeah. over there. It's <laughs> <laughs> been a minute, been a minute. Little but, squiggles All over right, here. welcome to the Whitetail Legacy Podcast, coming in your ear holes, and we're talking about pickles. Not cheeseburger pickles, yeah, we're talking saying, about deer yeah. pickles. <laughs> coming at you, we got Jesse in the studio, heaters are blaring, 12 degrees outside, cold as balls. <laughs> Um, probably hella background noise in this thing. I got yeah. no earmuffs. Earmuffs are right there, Jesse. Oh, it's, it's, yeah, you in. need those in. It's a complete. Oh, uh, we're missing the most important guest. Yeah. Where's the cricket? 
No, yeah, I, we got hella shout outs for the cricket. <laughs> yeah, I, I leaf blowed that sucker out of here a long time ago. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to cricket out of here? Leaf blower, <laughs> OG move, but. All right, guys. Well, let's get to the people that make this possible. We're going to get in the show. going to start off with ride-on optics, guys. Um, I had an optic from a muzzleloader that kind of went to shit, and uh, I'm really excited to get one of their optics and have a lifetime warranty where I don't have to worry about it. I was planning on using this optic for a long time, paid really good money for it, and uh, now I'm out the money, and I'm out the scope. So excited to get a product that I can get. A brand new scope in three days, three business days. That's their warranty. You don't you don't get a replace one. You don't get a fixed one. You get a brand new one in three business days sent to you. So that's, that's hard solid. to beat. Yeah. What else you got over there, homie? He's got his headphones. Yep, I'm yeah, switching. I'm ready, ready to go. go. You ready to rip um, now? Exodus outdoor gear. Um, Exodus trail cameras. We have been making some hella moves with trail cameras here lately. Um, bucks we know are getting killed, and that's causing us to always be on the go. So when you're targeting a buck, that, that tends to happen. And um, we got some on some late-season food sources, got some in the game. Uh, bucks are still hitting a couple scrapes that are opened up, and uh, we're just going to be monitoring them monitoring them cams and uh, making moves when we know it's necessary to do so. So um, late season, you can have that cam out there soaking with that five-year warranty backed by them with uh, no BS on theft or damage. Moving into uh, next level deer supplements, uh, time to get the feed out. It's very important. Uh, just think about it now. We got pregnant does out there, and uh, you can get them fawns. A head start on big life. Big buck fetuses out there. Guys. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, and uh, you know, it just it's a great product for overall herd health, and uh, we all know what it's going to do to them, them young bucks coming up. Uh, Last breath TV, uh, the man in this room, Mr. Jesse Hines, uh, laid down this footage for us. So being a team player, and um, Jesse's never hunted public land, so that was a, a new, unique yeah. experience yeah. for him, and. Um, We'll get into that here in the in the show, but uh, this hunt is the shorty version is on their uh, Last Breath YouTube channel. You can go out there and watch that now, and uh, you can do that right after this podcast. Black yeah. Rifle Coffee. Use code Whitetail Legacy to get twenty percent off your order. Uh, Christmas is right around the corner, and uh, that would be a great gift to give. Yeah, and I just wanted to do a shout out for the Coffee Club. I thought like, okay, cool. But not having to worry about it at all. Literally about when I'm out, shit's there. Like a you know four or five days early, I'm like hell yeah. It's actually a time you come home and the shit on the front yeah. porch is for you. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and and it's it's reason it's super reasonable because if you go and buy like say you buy a bag of coffee, the shipping for the coffee club is cheaper than the reg the shipping regular for you know because mm. it's every month. You know yeah. what I mean. So and you can switch it up like okay this month I want this this month this month I got some where Santa Claus is smoking a cigar and cup of coffee and shit you know what I mean just yeah. switching it up just trying different coffee with I there's so many different coffees out there bro. <laughs> you think beer is intense get in the coffee game it's like I'm like I don't even know how to black java i'm like what the what the hell they got <laughs> yeah they got hella shit going on I was, i'm sticking true to the gunship i need to get off of it and try some others but just the yeah. old tried and true faithful for me is the gunship yeah uh 
Last one here, Badlands Code. If you're looking for it, uh, we got it. Or you can hit up uh, the Last Breath crew, and, and they will give it to you. Uh, Cody and I said we don't know how cold it has to be to wear that pyre jacket, but it's below 21 degrees with an 8-mile-an-hour wind. Because yeah. when you put them bibs on, them bibs do hella, oh, hella yeah, work out Yeah, shout out the pyre jacket. We Not were like, even so without nice. the coat. I didn't even – I haven't wore the coat I ever. I can't remember ever wearing that. I know I wore it we, during in, the – Shotgun season when I was filming. Okay, yeah, 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 because it, it was morning. brutal. I don't know what the wind was doing that day, but <laughs> homie, I'm like, oh yeah, cut your way into the cedar tree, dude. Cut the cedar tree down and left a shaft <laughs> <laughs> right in the wind. <laughs> but there was like, we wouldn't have got busted from deer because there's a lot of cover from you know, out the ground, out, yeah. out the ground. But like for wind, absolutely nothing. <laughs> We're just straight facing it. If you drive around the block and look at that tree. Yeah, you drive from the road, you're like, God, someone mutilated that yeah. tree back there. Something's going on right there. Yeah. You got to get two guys in a, the tree that's six inches around. It's, you got to do some. It's our specialty yeah, almost. Yeah, you got to do some. <laughs> kill the coyote. Man. Yeah, yeah. Kill tree. Kill tree. <laughs> where you got to be. All right, guys, get get into get into this this hunt. I want to know what, what happened out there on the on the public ground. All righty. So um, we'll kind of start from the beginning of pickles. And uh, as you guys probably heard on the episode where we said we we're going to kill two bucks in October, uh, we we're just kind of laying out the game plan going into season. And pickles was one of the bucks that we covered. And um, it was a deer that we had on camera in 2020. And that was because we picked up a lease right across the road and um cody was out doing some late summer scouting and while he was doing that a buck ran across the road in front of him and cody's got you know the truck full of kids and everything that we always seem to have going on and uh it went right into the public piece and so cody's trying to scout for this other buck that we had on the lease before we lost it and then um (laughs) And then he's like, shit, we got to get over here for this deer that I just seen go in there. So, you know, the deer obviously going to be on both pieces, just got across the highway. And um, we put a put a camera out and we made a scrape along the field edge. And lo and behold, we had this buck on cam. And um, then then the game was on that season. We had corn out corn by the timber and beans up by the road and then across the road on our lease was corn so um there's some options for him to bed on not a lot of timber but still some options for him to bed uh with the with the corn being in and it being late summer so we get we do the card pull got him on the scrape and then we just start deploying more cameras and thinking about where this buck's most likely going to bed when the crops are going to be coming out. Actually, in season when we can hunt. And uh, there's just a little tiny wood lot that is going to be about the only thing standing if he's going to be anywhere that we can hunt. And uh, we, we went in there, kind of scouted it, threw some cameras in there, and just kind of waited um, as far as late summer 2020 going into hunting season, see the um, when, when Cody was with the kids and he seen that deer run across the road, he asked his oldest boy, like, oh, what do you think we ought to name that deer? And just 
five-year-old being a five-year-old without any hesitation. It was just pickles. So, and we, and name ever. we knew we knew it was pickles because he's got a pretty distinct characteristic of a a flyer off his left G two, and um, so that's how pickles got his name. His left side is exactly the same from the year before, but its right side was as good or better than the left side the year before. Yeah. So I don't know what happened to him where he lost, you know, he's either old as shit or got hurt or something. But yeah, he, he was bigger the year before you killed him Mm -hmm. and his right side was bigger than his left side. So he was probably 155 or 160. I would say 160 ish. Yeah. yeah, Cause I mean, it was huge. Yeah. And way bigger on camera last year than he was looking on camera this year. Yeah. So I would say closer to sixty. Yeah, just like a, you see, you're like, damn, that's a good frame. Like, oh, really yeah. solid frame. Good brows. Like real nice ten pointer. Good fours. We were all over him, and probably could have killed that deer, but we made the mistake of just so focused on I'm, one or two deer, yeah, we just completely say, forgot that the deer even existed. Yeah. So going through film <clears throat> when I was sending getting stuff organized for Grant. Um, we hunted up up there October twelfth or October fifteenth, and uh, you know I had a I, good hunt. Yeah, yeah. I even said in the interview, I was like, "We've been hunting, and we've been hunting two giants at that point because we we're hunting the giant typical." Yeah, oh yeah. And uh, you know, I said we kind of forgot about pickles, and he's been here. Yeah. And you know, it just kind of uh, you just you're hunting a giant deer. You know that. Shit happens. You got to choose. You can't be in three spots at once hunting yeah. different deer. That's the thing with us. Like you're, we keep saying, you know, you're hunting one tree. Like you're, you got two guys out there hunting one tree. So for us to figure out a, the ground together it takes twice as long as it would if we were splitting up and bebopping around. So it's either hunt one deer or that's it. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, we don't really like, oh, that's my deer. This is my deer. We don't really do that. So it's like, okay, what deer do we want to kill? Yeah. We're going to try to kill that one, you know? And yep. and it went from Pickles was like the deer we wanted to kill. Him and Westside, I feel like that this year was like, okay, this, yeah. like early season, we're like, all right, these these two shitheads got a good chance. <laughs> that short time 10 keeps fucking around. Yeah, He's going to get it too. That short time 10. I, if someone wouldn't have sent me to the wrong tree, I might have had a shot at that sucker. <laughs> Cameras got mis- yeah, yeah. misnamed there. Yeah. I hung the cams. Homie told me where the deer was going. Went to the wrong spot. <laughs> classic. Classic Just move. classic. So, uh, yeah. and then, as you guys know, of course, the rut of 2020 was an absolute shit show. Hot as balls out there, and we got our ass kicked. And um, we did throw an actual couple hunts up there at Pickles. Um, rattled in an Alabama 11-pointer, a giant spike buck up there. And uh, I think we've seen a couple of those at dark. <clears throat> Well, I mean, uh, even with the rut this year, we realized that that place is kind of, any pressure gets in there, gone. 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 Like, you got to be in there early October when they were laying sign down. Mm -hmm. That's when you got to be in there. Hopefully, we can do the same thing where, you know, maybe not kill him the first day, but another (laughs) buck slides in there, you know, and we know that. He's like, shit, this ain't bad. Yeah, I like this, this ain't bad. You know, I'm going to slide in there. One thing I said on the Two Buck podcast is, like, I was really looking forward to hunting there, um, like, the late October time frame because that's when it was super fire in there last <clears> year. <throat> uh, a handful of 
daylight shooters in there, daylight shooters, not including the ones that were in there at night, but just the ones in daylight that we could have killed. There's a handful of them. And then that's kind of like, okay, we hunted up there in the rut. And then after we weren't, we knew we weren't going to go back in there. Um, we were just going to finish out the rut hunting Magnum hard. Cause you only got four days left, you know? So it's just like, okay, we're going to dedicate that to Magnum and, um, this up here's a watch cause then it closes. So we took the time that morning to get down and scout that timber block and the sign in there was incredible. Like it was, it was white hot when we knew it was white hot there late October. And there's just no does in there for a buck to stay in there at that November time frame. Kick that a little bit. Oh, okay. I was saying, I was, I was like, I moved my leg and it just started giving me the vibrator job over here. I was got like, hella background shit. noise. <laughs> hella background noise. That's what, we got heaters out the ass out here. <laughs> so coming into this year, um, we knew we knew this timber was most likely going to hold something. We just needed to get a couple cell cams in there, and we knew pretty much exactly where we wanted to put them at. Um, we didn't walk. I guess we did walk through the timber to hang one camera from the other one. Um, we didn't walk around that, and that was the only time we were in this block was on August 14th, I believe, was the first picture, but I think he was there, like, immediately. The reason I'm the I'm glad we walked in there because the reason I hung the cam on the exact spot that I did was because that scrape wasn't there and it was kind of a shit spot and we were kind of trying to decide, okay, what, where do we want to put this cam? We walked in there and that washout had happened mm -hmm. and they had to wash, they had to walk that washout and they're going to be right on that trail. I'm like, okay, if there's a deer bedded in here and it has to go around this washout, it's going to be right on this cam. But remember, the limb was gone for that scrape. Yep. We knew it was going to be bullshit. It was thick as hell. You could see 15 yards on that cam, maybe. It was a bullshit spot. But we were like, okay, if there's one deer in here, it's probably going to be him, and he's going to be on this trail because that's if he walks this around this washout, he's going to – I mean, why would you go off a clean trail after you already had to go to it? You know what I mean? Yeah, right I, I can't tell you guys about being more confident as knowing – where a camera is going to go than I was about that camera going right there yeah. until we got in there and yeah. was like, what in the hell happened in here? Like, and it's not just a whole summer thing. Like it just felt like a totally different spot. I feel like there was a lot of rain hell. and all that undergrowth really popped in there compared to last year. I just, I, there wasn't that much brush there. No, it was totally and different. There was brush to the right of there, you know, like where that small buck was bedded. Mm -hmm. It was kind of thick over there, right. but where we were at is more like an oak timber with leaves, you know, and no brush. I just don't – I feel like maybe that growth worked that way that year or we just got so much rain early that all that shit sprouted and just grew up like crazy. But the scrape was gone. Yeah, it was not there, We knew they weren't going to hit that tree. Like the scrape was – it, the first limb was taller than my head. Yeah. We were like, this thing's gone. We are like, we're trying to find another limb on that tree to <clears throat> yeah. make it make a new scrape because we knew that it's going to be yeah. on the trail just like it was, you know. Probably the second biggest scrape I've ever seen was on that tree, though. The what? That's probably the second biggest oh, ground yeah. scrape I've ever seen. The first biggest is the one. <laughs> the car hood at the, the car hood at public. Where we got, public. Yeah. That thing is Where we nuts, got the cam dude. now. Yeah. Or by, yeah. by there, yeah. Um, so... <clears throat> That's the only time we were in there. It was middle of August. Uh, we waited, 
obviously you guys probably know we waited to get the cams out this summer and um we got one on the north end one on the south end we can kind of see him coming into this bedding we can see him leaving this bedding and one he of was the smartest on news we did all year was not put cams out early yeah smartest thing ever I yep. think we can go a week or two weeks later next year. I think year. we can too. And then we know. Yeah. Because it was like you get that low battery yeah. message like two weeks before season. And you're like, shit. Like, just yeah. keep making it, man. But, just keep making it. But the good thing is Pickles was like the only deer in there. So yeah. So it's getting, only getting turned so you, on. You were getting one picture a day. Well, yeah. you were getting quite a few blanks on that. Yeah. We were getting. I mean, there's yeah, just so was, thick, man. Yeah. yeah. Wind blows. Yeah, wind blows. There was a couple does in there. There was a small eight-pointer that was with him once couple, or twice. Yeah, but for the majority, it yeah. was just pickles, and you were getting one picture of him a day. Yeah. Or maybe, maybe or just one. It was a three-shot burst. Yeah, three-shot well, burst, yeah. and then yeah. sometimes he was there in the morning, but... Just yeah, sometimes coming out. in, but yeah, most of him, him going out. Him going out, yeah. So, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, that it, helps. If that that would have been there two months earlier. It had two months more growth, too much more, you know, month more blanks. And we would have had to go in there and change batteries. Yeah. 100%. 100%. And did, you need to go into that, like, yard, we already had a tree picked out and all that mm-hmm. shit. I think yeah. that's and key as hell. So we got the cams in there set up, and he's on there immediately. And then towards the end of August, he starts hitting it, like, a couple days in a row. And then beginning of september comes in and now we're starting to lose velvet and so now in my mind i'm like okay this is the time of the year where this some bitch is going to be here and he's going to be gone and he's going to come back hopefully but when he comes back he's going to be nocturnal because that's kind yeah. of how our shindig rolls and that's how most people roll yeah it, it started it started um september started ticking away and he was still there still there not every day, but he was still there three times a week. He was there half the week. And uh, so now I started going through the checklist of, like, things that are going to change between now and opening day. We got to lose velvet. We got acorns that are going to be falling. We got crops that are going to be coming out. Um, maybe some last-minute hunters trying to find a spot to hunt opening weekend because opening day is on Friday. So a lot of variables that... You know, and we still got three weeks till season, and we got to buck daylighting quite quite a bit, the most we've had. So he goes through, sheds velvet, and still there. He might have been at night a couple times, but then um, I want to say September 11th, September 12th, we start an absolute streak of days where Pickles is on camera every day. In the evening, um, and I want to say maybe two or three times in the morning in that first 10 days. Because it was 10 days in a row right off the rip. And um, every day it was just like another day closer to being able to hunt. He's still there. Got the velvet off. We're still there. And now we're feeling really confident that we know he's betting in there because he's just coming out in the evening. We never really got him in the morning besides that couple times, but, like, to know that he was going in there to bed. So he was coming in a different way. Here's Jay hooking in that from the north off the ags. Yeah. Jay hooking around that lake, safest way. popping right in there off that road. Yeah. One thing that I think is key that I don't know if we've mentioned, but we had a lot of them last year 
further towards the west, further towards the private. But the east, private, yeah. yeah, east. Sorry, but the private was corn. Mm-hmm. Then we thought he was bedding in the corn, and it blows me away that he wasn't bedded in the corn where he, you know, on the public this year. But it was closer to the road. <clears throat> yeah, it was right next to the road this year. But he know. wasn't. He wasn't over there early season. You know, last year or two. You know, last year I guess we yeah. had him over there at the corn because we yep. thought he was bedding across the road and popping over. So that made a huge difference. That's all being beams this year. Mm-hmm. The only other likely place for him to go would be where he was in October, you know. So, and then, you know, he shed the velvet, and then the next thing was like, okay, the corn's gonna come out. Like that's the one buffer he has mm-hmm. from the parking, from the people walking in there. Like he has his corn buffer. Once that, that I remember telling you, I said, yeah. the only thing we got is that the corn goes and he stays. He's there. Like yeah. it, there's no reason unless someone goes in there, bumps him, and bumps him, but. All year, well, not all, we can't say all year, but to the end of November, we ran cams in there and got one person on cam. Mm-hmm. Really? All, all year, yeah. We had cams on the south and the north of that. So, one guy walking through there one day and then walking through there with a the climber the next, getting ready to set up. And he was from Alabama. I talked to him. <laughs> <laughs> so, he's... Alabama 11 point yeah, is going to yeah. take a ride. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, like Cody said... Uh, we got this deer, and he's in there every day. It doesn't matter the wind. It doesn't matter the temperature, the wind direction. 85. Uh, precipitation. Sunny. So wild. Amazing. Daylight. It, he is in there every day, and on <clears throat> September 11th or 12th, he goes in there and is in there for 10 days, and then he takes a break. He breaks off for a day, but you did get a couple blanks, mm-hmm. and we'll get back to the blanks later in the story. And uh, so then he starts another streak of consistent about consistent blinks at the right time period. It wasn't just like random blinks. It was like he was within twelve, fifteen minutes. Yeah. Like, and then I get the three blanks like right there. I'm like, ah, he's probably in there. I just <laughs> got blanks, you know. And uh, then he starts another string of days. And by the time season comes <clears throat> in, this deer's been on cam nineteen days in a row. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking absolutely nuts. unheard of like for us you know this is a public land deer and 150 you, class deer 150 class deer old deer like and he's just in there hanging out yeah. like that's his spot so we get all through all the variables that could possibly happen and cody um has to take a uh, a birthday trip for his boy because your boy's birthday is on a opening day, right? Mm-hmm. Actual birthday's on opening day. The ten four. I got oh, one 10-4. opening day and one oh, yeah. ten four. <laughs> yeah. So, Cody gets signed up to go to a, a family vacation, and he's not able to hunt the the first day. So, that defaults me behind the bow. <laughs> And, yeah, um, and you were like, ah, I'm not going to go. I'm like, go like, yeah. kill that motherfucker, dude. <laughs> hey, you can't just have I just lined up for a grand slam out yeah, here, bro. Yeah. You're going to take a walk? <laughs> Hell no. Uh, it's just because, like, you seen the deer yeah. and Rainer got to, you know, nah, name it and shit. and it, nah. Smash him. So Cody's like, get get your ass in there. And um, so I, I messaged Jesse up in a couple weeks before. I was like, man, here's, here's the deal. Yeah. We got this deer. Yeah. And he's in there. Like, there's nothing nothing else to say. He's yeah, in there. It was like mid-September when I got 
into this, and it, we we started like a group chat. Yeah, and, mm-hmm. like the the past. Or the last, like the last week of September is like okay, what time's he gonna come in here? Yeah, first we started taking bets if he was gonna show. Yeah, yeah. And then he got so cocky we started like, taking time? bets on what time. time. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, oh, it's a little warmer today. Yeah. Like uh, three minutes later, well, like, yeah. we, we were all guessed late that night, and he was yeah. way he was early. early as hell. He was way early, <laughs> like six thirty-seven. <laughs> shooting like, time is probably seven fifteen. Yeah. yeah. So, so uh, we got Jesse in the game. Jesse's like, you know, I'll come film you. Um, you you and Matt probably weren't gonna hunt that well, what's, evening like, what's anyway. What's the chances of having something lined up? Oh, like I could hunt the second. I just couldn't right. hunt yeah. opening <laughs> evening. Like, what's the chance of having something tied up out there opening evening, ready to rip? I'm like, yeah, that's that sounds good. I'll have I have all this in the bank for you know all hunting season. Be like, hey, I didn't hunt opening day, you know, because I went on this trip. Like, but uh. He's had one tied up out there. Yeah, literally. I mean, almost tied up. So Friday at work, like, I am just, because he was there. So he missed Tuesday night, but we got blanks. He missed Tuesday night, the week that season comes in on Friday, and which was good because he was going on a long-ass streak, and I'm like, he needs to miss a day so we can reset, and he'll be there Friday. Yeah, a lot of the pictures I were getting, like, I would damn near miss him, but I get like half of his body, and he had that scar. Yep. And I was like, okay, he's there. And like halfway, halfway through this whole month of September, I'm like, Cody's just sending me the same damn picture (laughs) because it's just a quartering away ass shot, and you can see his, you you know, it's a full body shot, but he's just quartering away, and it's like. You're just sending me one of the different three-shot bursts. He's in the same spot every time. I thought that's what you guys were doing with me, too. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, it's like right leg forward, you know, left leg back, yeah. Yeah. quartering yeah. away. Yeah. It's like the deer's just like standing in the same spot yeah. over and over and over. Yeah. It's nuts, man. So um, all day, he was there Thursday night, of course, and all day Friday, like, I'm just, I'm jacked up. I'm beside myself. I'm excited. You know, I don't know. I don't know what to expect besides there's going to be a, a big buck bedded in there and we're going to go in there and try to set up. So, as I said in the beginning, uh, Jesse, you've never hunted public land. Nope. So, we had to stop by Cody's house and grab Cody's stand and sticks. And um, you got you to take that for a spin. How was the uh, packing in experience for you, it, having it, not done it before? It actually wasn't as bad. Of course, we didn't have a, you know, the walk wasn't extreme by any stretch mm-hmm. of the imagination. But uh, it wasn't as bad as I expected. The The stand was real light. And, uh, of course, it's it was warm. We didn't have a lot of clothes on. So it wasn't like, you know, I, I wasn't. Oh, you just had to stand down. too. Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't take my no, sticks. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't we have my sticks yet. Yeah. yeah, I didn't have my sticks Oh, it was yet. my sticks? Yeah, it was your sticks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you're just out there raw so dogging with the stand, so, no backpack. Yeah. Light as hell. Yeah, yeah light as hell. Was, Good to be sprinting out there. It, it, wasn't, it wasn't bad at all. Of course, you, I mean, you were loaded down with. Yeah, I had the, I had the mother. That's what I call the mother load. When you got the stand, sticks, and camera gear, yeah. that's yeah. the mother load. But, uh, yeah, it wasn't bad. We got to the tree, and, of course, getting there was a little uh, interesting. We Well, no, obviously, public land, you can't cut anything. Yeah. So there's like, you got to walk through. It's October 1st. There's freaking. It's, and we said it was thick, it, you know. Thick it's thick in there. Mm-hmm. So um, we had a we had two trees picked out, and we could hunt it, you know, pretty much make any wind work in there to, 
to get it done. Besides an east, yeah. Anything but an east. Anything but straight east, yeah. yeah. And um, we had a southeast, which was absolutely <clears throat> perfect. It was going to be the yeah. same exact tree that Cody and I hunted in the fall of 2020. So the thing about this hunt is you know that the deer's in there bedded. You're going to be set up within 80 yards of him, and it's your first hunt of the year. And you're hanging and hunting. You're going to need to act like it's November 10th and you've hunted 25 times already. And you need to be quiet as shit and be dialed in 100% while you're setting up. So that's just where it goes back into preparation of, you know, the summertime, practicing with your gear, hanging your stuff. I had two new sticks that I was running for the first time. Um, a totally new stand for Cody to set up that I had never set up before for Jesse to sit in. And... Um, it was just, you know, like I said before, I was kind of beside myself, but once... Thank God it wasn't a morning hunt. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and thank God I didn't take no water bottles. Yeah, opening morning would have been brutal. <laughs> water bottles are definitely not allowed on this hunt. Yeah. <laughs> the one hunt I took a water bottle this year, dropped it. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> one hunt. <laughs> every year, every year guaranteed, dropped the water bottle. I was like, okay, it's November, I'm good. Nope, dropped it. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh... Once we get in the tree and, you know, we get set up at a little after 4 and finally about 4.30 just sitting there chilling and I'm like, okay, like, I'm in the tree, we're all set up. How'd you guys get in? Were you quiet? We got in hella quiet. We were pretty quiet. Yeah, we got in real good. Um, Did you come come from the back of that tree and put the sticks on the back? Yep. Yeah. And then you set up facing facing the camera. Oh, you set up facing the camera. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Jesse would have been facing straight east. Yeah, I was and facing you face like, this towards way. the field. Okay, that's not. I figured you had to set with you being right-handed. I figured you would have set facing southwest. Yeah, like angled more this way, yeah. expecting to come in, and you would have been the camera guy more towards the South. trail. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> um. So the whole time we're setting up, Jesse's just like, man, do you, you know, what do, do you need me to do anything? You know, what do you, what do you want me to do? And I was like, just the next thing, just get it ready, get the straps out. Um, guy, guy wanted to help so bad, well, just I, didn't know the, the, the next like, step. Yeah, and I could, I could tell you where I'm like, it's fine, it's fine, just we're good, we're good. You guys have your, you know, you guys have all your kinks worked out, you know, exactly, how, you know, you guys' minds think alike. Well, this is my first time doing anything with mm-hmm. either one of you hunting yeah. on yeah. for deer, and like I have no idea. I've never. I mean, I've hung stands before, of course, but you guys have your own little way of doing it. So, but we especially just totally different gear than a regular right. preset stand. You know, yeah, we got it all figured out by and about the third stand. I mean, pretty much stand. would have been the same game if it was if the roles were reversed. Like if we went down to hunt with you and Matt, like right. you know, it it would just be a totally different setup almost. And uh, so we're in the tree, we're all set up, and about, I don't know, Jesse, almost a little before five, a rainstorm rolls in, and I didn't even know it was supposed to rain. I, I thought we were going to have a nice, cool hunt, and, um, like, it was raining pretty damn bad. I wouldn't want it to rain any harder than what it did. And I asked Jesse, I was like, what does radar look like, and when does it say it's going to stop? And it's... He it said, was raining on me on the way down there, and I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was messaging you. I'm like, oh, how, how'd you get in, well, and how's it going, you know? I think I heard, we heard thunder crack, <clears throat> and we're like, what? Because it was, like, sunny and nice yeah. out. Mm-hmm. And the wife's texting me, the kids are outside playing at home. I'm like, it's yeah. raining its ass yeah, off out here. I didn't know how confident you were going in, but I was like, 
this, this fucker's killing. Like, there's, yeah, I didn't know what you were feeling like, but I'm like, yeah. when you were leaving my yard, I'm like, going quiet, yeah. J-hook in, because, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, it's, you're going to kill. Like, it's, go yeah, I, I guess all day I just didn't want to believe that it was, like, going to happen like that, because the shit never does like yeah. that, but when I got in the tree, man, I was like, here we go, and at, at 6.30, like, it's going to be real. Yeah. It's going to be real, you know? Well, and, like, another thing is, is, like, of course, it rained and, and that, and I told you, um, once this rain stops, like, he's going to move. Yeah. Yeah, like, that's what we were saying back mm-hmm. and forth, and I, when I asked you what time it said it was going to stop, you said 6.30, and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's perfect. Perfect, because he's been coming between... 6.35 and 7.15, and I want to say shooting is somewhere around 7.10. Yeah. So on the back end, he wouldn't have made it. But with this rain, and it cooled off about yeah. 12 degrees when this front came in. We were kind of worried because that farmer was plowing the field. Mm-hmm. So we're like, that could throw him off. Like so we did have a little extra cover noise. Was he plowing there. or was he brush hogging? Plowing. 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 Yeah. Because sometimes they brush hog that corn for the geese. No, yeah, it was already all out. Yeah. Was it? Okay. Mm-hmm. So it's so weird. They brush hog it and then they don't allow any hunting on it. I'm like, what are you guys doing out there? <laughs> That's so dumb to me. And one thing, when this rainstorm well, came in, gets it on the ground. We had a northwest wind while this rain came in, so it was northwest for us for about an hour, and that would be fine. I just had to shoot him before he got downwind. Yeah, and um. Then, as soon as it went away, it switched back southeast, and we're Man, all good to go. He probably felt hella comfortable with the wind coming at him, and then it switched, and he got nothing during that storm yeah. on the back burner, and then it switched again, and he got nothing. He's he like, I'm golden right now. You would now. think, but old boy stood there for a while. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, it's like shortly 6'10-ish. And uh, it's just now barely sprinkling, misting. I don't even think it was rain. I think it was just the residual coming off the leaves. Yeah, probably. And uh, because, I mean, it was was doing nothing. The sun came out. It was nice. And for some damn reason, we're just sitting there. I'm like, okay, you know, like 20 minutes, shit's shit's go time. Probably just stand up the rest of the hunt at 630 and we'll be ready. But for some reason, I just look over and at the base of this tree out there, about 80 yards, there's the brightest orange light I've seen in the timber next to a knock out there. And I'm like, what in the hell is that? And I have no idea what this was at the base of the tree. But I bino it, and while I'm binoing the base of this tree, I see a deer face walk behind or right in front of the tree. And then I see his left side, which is Pickles' strong side. And I'm like, whoa, shit. There's a big deer over there right now. And uh, he was kind of angling towards us, but then he stops, and then he starts facing northwest, which would be completely 180 away from us. So I'm looking at his ass now, and I'm like, Jesse, shoot her over there. And with me seeing his left side first, I was trying to look on his G2 to find that kicker, and I never could. Never could. So I was like, man, just some some random giant in here right now. Did you know he was a nine-pointer? Yeah. You did? I didn't yeah. know, because the pictures I sent you guys, like— well, you got one like front shot during daylight, uh-huh. and then, like, I I was getting a lot more angles of him, right? But I was just sending like the one, one of the best ones. But I got to see a lot more pictures of his ass because I got and a lot that, more. His four is always blended into his beam. Yeah, that, 
every mobile shell game company needs to make an app where multiple people can see the pictures if they want. Yeah. Like, you need to be able to log in as a group hunt or something. They need to make that a feature. Because one guy having control of one cam, it just... it It's helpful if both guys or whatever your hunting group can look at the picture and then be like, okay, this deer's doing this. A lot of times... You think the deer is doing something. I think he's doing something completely different. And then mm-hmm. sometimes we think he's doing the exact same thing. And just but. like you said, a lot of shit changes in a three-shot <clears throat> burst. Yeah. Depending on the yeah. delay of the camera. And um, then I'm, like, am am I I'm only send sending him? you one pick. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. He goes and takes a right. Like, okay. That, yeah. You know, that could you be You might just say he went straight west. Yeah. Or straight west. Straight west. And yeah. the deer just went south. He just, you know, yeah. in the three-shot burst. But I just sent you the one of him going straight. You're like, oh, yeah, he's probably going over there. Yeah. But. So, yeah, I just, I was like, okay, shooter, you know, whatever deer it is, whatever deer it is, we're going to shoot this one. Yeah. And um, I'm trying to get Jesse to, like, I'm trying to tell him like, where the hell this deer is yeah. at. I'm like, eventually, I'm just like, he's right there. I, well, <laughs> just well like, I, I was, yeah. I'm, I'm like. It would have been a complete 180 on the tree. Well, I'm just so much higher looking oh, through yeah. brush. Of course, October 1st, there's still ass little leaves on the trees. Right. So, I'm like trying to bend. Of course, I can't get him on camera. After I find, <laughs> yeah. after I can visually see him with my eyes, I can't get him on camera. And um, but obviously, I can, we, and we watched him stand there, stand there, and look. Of course, that's what mature deer do. It's mm-hmm. like they. I feel like that time of year, that's all they do. They, they just. It's like when I shot mine at the creek. They get just get to a point chilling. Just got nothing to do. Analyze and everything. I almost wonder if he maybe got a whiff of something when that wind did switch, and he was just checking it out before he went on to do his own thing. He probably come up that crown where he could get the wind really good. Yeah, because like, right, that's about right where he was. I'm just gonna chill right here. I can get the wind really good off this. Make sure there's nobody yeah. gonna backdoor me here. I, I, come I out. thought he was maybe gonna try to backdoor us and come <clears throat> up that ditch. Yeah, but um, so he's standing there looking away, and I mean, he probably stood there a good solid five eight minutes. Like it was a while, and I was like, man, this is this is how it's gonna go. Like we're gonna get this close, mm-hmm. get eighty yards away. And he's just gonna go northwest here, and you know that that'll be that'll be the hunt tonight. And then, as soon as I start thinking that, some bitch turns around and starts coming, yeah. getting back towards the trail. I'm like, okay, he's coming. Stops, feeds a little bit, and the time from him doing the 180 to come back towards us till the shot was probably another four minutes. It took him at least, yeah. It took him a he fed decent on, he browsed a bit. On, on greens for however long. He's he up her early as hell. Yeah, well, you guys are, as soon as that rain stopped. You guys are what, 60, 70 yards from the field? Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So to get past you, he's pretty much out eat, feeding in the beans. You know what I mean? Like, so mm-hmm. you got to think about the timeline. He's like, well, I'm up now. I got wet. And I don't know what it is about that. I don't you know, know either, man. What's but. funny is. Both the deer we killed first this year, we see yeah. them in binos before we seen them in real life. <laughs> Actual, yeah. That, like, we're like, oh, there's a deer. And the walk in the binos. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I think there's a deer. Oh, yeah, that's a deer. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so there's uh, kind of like what I called the front door to the bedding. It was just a really thick, dense, 15-yard, 20-yard um, long brush area that was thicker than the rest and um he entered the back of that and now he's on the trail he's on the trail the camera's on i'm like all right here we go he's gonna come out he's gonna be right here 
But we can't see him. And we're going to be good, but we're going to lose him for 20 yards. Yeah. Like, and so we're on pins and needles. Of course, it just rained. Can't hear anything yeah, in there. Because nothing. the leaves are all, you know, wet. So he's slipping through. And we already know he's taking his sweet-ass right. time. So it's like at some point he's going to come out, but when? Cause yeah. Because when he's coming out, he's going to be at like 25, not less than 20 yards. Yeah, ideally it would have been like, okay, I see him coming through and I can draw before he gets – to the thickest part, which is right at the beginning, and I draw before he's out in the open. And so we're like, okay, there he is. He's coming, gets through all the brush, and I'm at full draw now. Jesse's getting the camera on him right as he's exiting the brush, and I've, I can shoot him before the camera or I can shoot him after the camera. And he's now in between the brush and the camera, and I'm anchored ready to go for him after the camera and um he stops and he starts looking at us or at least looking in our direction yeah i don't he never did look never up, looked but, up but, but he looked over yeah he's lo- definitely looking over and i'm like he's just standing there standing there i'm like okay like if you're gonna be chill there i'm gonna swing over here real quick and be ready to shoot you if you do get stupid and start looking at us. So I'm swinging over, and then he starts walking again. I'm like, okay, back to plan A. We'll just shoot him right after the camera. And um, he goes by the camera, give him the old mat, and shoot. And it's back. Shoot back. Jesse's like, hurry, get another arrow. I'm well, like... Because he bounded out there and stopped. And I'm like, get Yeah, so, he's, so he bounds off to like 30, 35 yards, because I'd range that. There was an opening out there. He stopped, almost stops. And I'm like, I'm trying to get another arrow. Jesse's like, get another arrow. I'm like, I'm trying, <laughs> you know? Well, yeah, it's just like panic mode at that yeah, point. Yeah, it's just get to shit and get another one down range. And um, then he just kind of starts going off in the into the brush again. I can't see him. He's going towards the creek, and he's walking with his tail down, and it doesn't look good. Like, as far as what I seen and remember and his reaction. And I'm like, oh, man, like, that was it, you know. And then we're sitting there talking, and then we just, like, heard him, heard the groan, the final the final groan. And Jesse was kind of, you had the camera on him a long-ass time, and you were, I like you see, said, you were up higher. Yeah, I could see And you could see him longer than me. I could see his tail flicking, or what I thought was his tail. I have no idea, mm-hmm. but it, I could see white every once in a while, like flicker, which I assume was his tail. And then they go away for like 30 seconds and I'd see it again. And, and then all still standing. Sudden, yeah. Or yeah. Something I, I'll, I don't know. All I could see was white flicker mm-hmm. over there. And then okay. you heard this groan or something. Yeah. Was, and I was like, okay, that's, I think that's the final, the final deal here, you know? And, uh, then we're all jacked up because pretty sure Buck's down, you know. Um, felt better at that point than I did in the previous minute yeah. <laughs> of that whole deal. And um, I was like, you know, what is, we need to give him some time for sure. We're going to take the stands down and um, go back to the truck, make sure he's got plenty of time. We'll watch the, watch the shot and... Uh, you know, just make sure he's got plenty of time. 
So, same thing. Jesse's like, what do you need me to do? What do you need me to do? I'm like, just get all the shit. Just get all the shit. You know? <laughs> and be quiet. You know, Just try to be quiet. And um, I'm asking Jesse, like, man, are, did you see him go down? Like, is he down? You know, kind of like, was, like you always, are you sure? <laughs> yeah. I was pretty confident. But, like, you don't want to be too confident and go over there and, you know, there's no deer. Yeah, you're like, I'm, I'm pretty Nothing. confident, you know. And um, so we just get get up to the truck, and we watch the shot again. And I'm like, oh, okay. And I, I can see my arrow. My arrow made it 20 yards. It was a pass-through, but he just the way he kind of carried it yeah, the last. Carry the fletchings, and then it fell yeah. out. Yeah, and then it fell out. So we knew yeah, we were at least going to be able to find my arrow and look at it. And... Um, we get back to the truck. I'm showing Cody the, or I'm taking a Snapchat, sending the sh- shot to Cody. And um, at that point, we had, Jesse and I had already kind of decided that we were going to go in after him based on hearing the buck. And Jesse, 90% sure he's seen him go down. And with the shot, that deer's either dead already or he's going to live and be fine. So we were just going to go in and go to the shot site, pick up my arrow, and then just follow the blood. You think he'd have been a fine? Well, how, no, he how wouldn't have been was the exit? fine, but... I feel like that's a dead deer no matter what. Probably eventually, but... Yeah. He was yeah, either yeah. going to be, like, either find, be him, dead find him right away or find him in yeah, a couple days. In a couple days, yeah. 12 hours, 24 hours, you know. Okay. That makes sense. I was going to say, you were pretty high, close... Mm-hmm. The exit should have been. Yeah, it was like the entry was like perfect up and down, perfect up and down. Obviously, yeah. you know, back. But yeah. Right, but through the leg, you know, what I mean, it looked like it was. So yeah, okay, that makes sense. So um, we get in there and really good blood trail just from where I hit him, and yeah. um, we're just literally walking with flashlights, and we're just Confidence walking. Confidence was real high once we started following. Blood, yeah, it was like, like okay, we're find this thing. Um. Maybe follow the blood for 60 yards, and um, I'm following the blood, and Jesse's videoing, and you had more of an idea of where the deer went and thought he went down. So I think you were already kind of looking in that area, and you'd seen him and give the old flashlight flash over there, and um, I was just right on the edge of of a bush and a couple trees, and heard the flashlight click back there and obviously i seen it but i was like okay hopefully he's right around this bush and and he was there um and then i circled around just to get up behind him and make sure he was dead and you know didn't get bulldozed <laughs> so um he was dead as a doornail in 60 yeah. yards yeah i guess should we talk about how we didn't think it was pickles until we got up to him yeah so this whole time <laughs> so like, funny when i got the video i was like yeah, that's pickles. <laughs> when I got the I've, pictures, I'm like, yeah, that's pickles. I've only seen a few trail cam. I don't know. I yeah. saw maybe a half a dozen, maybe not even that. But the deer looked way bigger in person than he did on those pictures. Yeah, when I seen trail him, cams in the, are deceiving when they they're quartering are. away. When yeah. I seen him in the binos, I was like, holy shit! Like we got, we got ten, nine inch here. twos and threes on this deer. Like this yeah. is absolute stud. He looked I, twenty inches bigger in person. I told than you one fifty, didn't I? Yeah, you did. I said he's probably right around one fifty. When you're going in there, and I mean, I, pretty damn close. I thought his brows were split all the way down, mm-hmm. but they weren't. So that messed me up a couple inches. <laughs> but I was like, that's like a 150 class deer, like a pretty solid. 
I'm really good at judging them on trail cam. Not really good at judging when I'm in a tree. <laughs> <laughs> Real ass at that this year. But, <laughs> but um, even looking back at the shot on the film at the truck, like looking at the deer, looking at the antlers, yeah. looking at everything, because I can nothing see the split too on the still on can't the see video. that shit kicker. The, I can see the kicker on the picture you sent me. I'm like dark chocolate rack. Yep, five on one side, four on yeah. the other. I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's him. <laughs> You're like, yeah, that's Pickles. Homie walks, it is Pickles. Yeah. yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah, but, when I come around the bush, I was like, it is. I'm like, <laughs> okay. We even, we even talked to the tree. We're like, well, we just killed some random deer. Pickles is still in here. We need to be quiet, and Cody can come kill this thing. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, the, I'm like, there hasn't been a random deer in that timber. <laughs> In 19 days, <laughs> this deer has been daylight on that exact same trail <laughs> for that many days. Looks exactly the same. I didn't kill pickles. I'm like, ah, I don't know. Bro. I don't know. <laughs> um, so called Cody and um, was like, yeah, I just killed some random nine pointer out here. Absolute stud. He's dead. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. So. Um, Get down there and sure as shit, it's pickles and um, got the, well. Yeah, we went. We went in with the cart. Went in confident yeah. with the cart. Yeah. And uh, brutal, brutal drag to the. Oh, brutal! It wasn't it, that the, far, but so it, thick. The shit was That's just say. thick as balls. Well, because it was right there where that buck was bedded. Yeah. About where he died. Yeah. Horrible. Like the first 60, 70 yards yeah. was pretty bad. Yeah. It was terrible getting him up to the thing. Just basically I straight like any bigger deer is hard to drag out. Yeah. Like it just sucks. Yeah. Once you start dragging, you're like, shit. Even though you got antlers on there, it's just a yeah. hell of ass weight. Yeah. You're just like, damn. <laughs> like dragging Kevin out. I was yeah. like, wait, this is the easiest drag we got, but it's just so thick. Like, yeah. We didn't have a dragon that far. It was mm-hmm. just like, we could only take him like five, five yards at a time, if that, because... You had to knock down brush to get literally, in. literally, just almost straight thorns. Yeah, but um, good place for one to be. Yeah, I just could not. I, I, then of course, after we we're looking in, at the film and everything, and I'm just shot a deer, so I, of course I'm jacked up, and then don't know what's going on. So trying to focus on if it's actually pickles mm-hmm. or not, and you know, just watching the shit, you're not thinking about it. But I was yeah. So probably never kill on opening day again. There's ah, a chance, but yeah, there's a chance. It's gonna be it'd be hard it'd be hard as hell, but I wouldn't say ever. Never have a deer on nineteen days before season. Yeah, again. not consistent. That'd like that. be Was there another deer that bound, that went in there after he was out of there? Nope. I, well, you guys thought maybe there would be yeah. a take over after he left, but yep, yeah, because we were kind of banking on like it being good, like it was again, and one of them bucks Those weren't in there for some reason. Well, you yeah. know, next next year will be this <clears throat> obviously. The well, the next year the neighbor have corn, exactly. so it'll be a, yeah. a flip flop of what it was last run year. shit on the edge of the road if we run shit over there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, we we're counting on that week of october you know bucks rolling through and shit and they, they never did and we thought one of them would be like well fuck it, this nice spot here i'm just gonna hang out yeah, yeah. And never nothing was in there to take him out so yeah nothing's in, been in there to check it out so none of the bucks that were there stayed last year Mm-mm. that were there you know on cam they were just traveling through there and 
I don't know why we just we didn't even get a lot of travelers through there this year. No, no, you know not, I mean not, it was, it not shit. It was slow. It was sl- when the bucks should have been traveling. The cams were slow for us, and that just showed me that our we cam a- placement was really good to kill in October, mm-hmm. but not you know the cup first couple weeks in November. We know we know yeah. we know the cams that we did hung like the hot corner middle scrape. Those were good November. Yeah, but all the rest of them. And that's Watauga was fire in November. That's what we wanted to do this year, though, was yeah. kill in October. Yeah, and that's what we set set up for. And we were kind of like, okay, we don't have a lot of intel on these spots. We know there's bucks there, but we normally are rolled out after October. Let's just leave the cams there and see if anything shows up. Mm-hmm. And we kind of knew that place was shit when we walked into it this year. Yeah. But just see... That just goes back to show you if you got if you feel confident about a spot, no matter what it looks like, if it was good in the past, probably should check it out. But that that whole ground has been wrecked by someone killing a fuckload of does. I don't know what. Like the bucks aren't traveling the way they normally travel because the does aren't bedded in there like they normally are. There's just no does. Nope. Hell of food. Hell of food. Hell of cover. No does. A lot like, of cover. Probably, you would we, think that would make the bucks travel more because they're searching. I, f- for I feel like they're not on that property. I don't think they go on that property. They're not I, in there after the doe. Yeah, in I feel like property. they're going through there and looking for doe bedding, checking the doe beddings that they know. Okay, there's no does in here. It's just like our king place. North of there, there used to be three or four does that bed up there. That north corner, we would have more random bucks come through that place than we'd have. Not shitting you. 15 random bucks October, November. Like, we would get one, two trail cam pictures of them, never see them again. Hmm. Now, no. vacant. It's a ghost town because there's no does there. They're not coming to check that doe bedding because there's, yeah, they're gone. They're dead. There's no does sitting in there. They're, they're like, okay, there's no does here. <laughs> yeah, they're dead. They're dead when Yeah, they're dead. It's wild. Yeah. Everybody's like, you gotta, gotta kill some does, gotta kill some does. I'm like, well, that's great, but. You can literally, you can screw a place up by, Killing like, I feel like our lease has too many does. Yeah. yeah. You can we take some off some that. Too. But then you think that and your neighbor thinks that. Yeah. And then she gets out of hand and then now you don't have any does. And then you're like, okay. Yeah, you do that too. You're not going to hold any bucks. Right. You know, just part of it. That During that time period, you're going to hold them in October, but you're not going to hold them late October, November. They're they're not going to chill there. They're going to be gone. That's the only reason Watauga is so good is there really isn't a lot of, like, awesome buck bedding and shit. It's just because the does are there. Mm-hmm. And they don't stay there. My deer is the only deer I feel like was bedding there. And all the rest of them, I feel like they're just... Flicking through? Yep. Circling through there and rolling out. But. So, back to back to pickles, like... What what killed this deer is the scouting we did last November in 2020 and um, having a plan and sticking with it and just not pressuring this shit. Yeah. Running cams late. Running Mobile cams cam. Late. Mobile cam. Going in there and pulling the cam a couple times. What a... Could have bumped him. Or yeah. could I mean would have left sin or yeah would have left sin I mean there was winded you nothing in there we never went in there no went in there one time it it was raining right after that day I was like this is perfect it was hot as hell 
Be like, nothing's going to be moving. Went in there. Set the shit up. Had him once on the south cam, right? Once or twice. Yeah, had a couple, couple in velvet. Nothing hard horn on there. Yeah. That south was... Shit. And it was... And pretty, it was fire. It was pretty solid. The year before. The year before. Scrapes were there. We opened up those scrapes, and mm-hmm. nothing kept them open like the year before, but we were catching random bucks. Yeah, just random small bucks. Cruising through there, but... Yeah, just confidence in the spot of what you scouted and running a running a cam in there and not going back. So, and then being able to hang on them quiet, you know, mm-hmm. being comfortable with your gear. Yeah, just ex- executing on the hunt side. Yeah. Because that was, that was, like, the number one thing we talked about, like, okay, he's here at this cam, like, early. Do you even go in that far? Like, but he was, like, right on the edge of daylight right there some nights. Yeah. So you're like, well, you got to risk it. But we, where I thought he was bedding, I'm like, okay, you're, you're good. Because we went, we scouted to the beds. Like, we knew, okay, this is where they're at. If they're in here, they're going to be here or they're going to be here. You know, we seen where that small buck bedded. Mm-hmm. And we know where they were bedding on that hillside coming up out of that on the back of the lake. I'm like, they're going to be here or here. They're not going to be bedding in this open flat where you're hanging your stand yeah i told jesse after everything went down i was like man i feel like he was bedded closer than yeah what i had expected he come from a different way than you thought well I, right i thought he would be more with the way that that trail worked down towards yeah. that washout i thought he would be coming out from there because he would have to cross it he but was, i think he was bedded he on was, the north side of that yeah. well he could come out he could backdoor that washout right out of those cattails yeah so he could come out to the west of there or to the east of there yeah so when i seen him he was already pretty far north yeah and i was like shit yeah he yeah. was i was expecting more to like come out he was almost straight east straight, straight west, west of us yeah straight west, when we yeah. saw him and the way i had understood it from talking to you guys is he was going to be more like southwest mm-hmm. coming from yep. the southwest but he was on the you know Almost straight west. Yeah, because, I mean, we were on the north side, and the bed, we'll say, is in the middle of that block, but just on the west edge, and then <clears throat> we had the camera on the south, so. With a southeast wind, it makes sense for him to go out that way. Yeah, yeah he can check the whole south Instead end. Instead of going this way. Yeah. You know, if he had to come out this way, the wind's at his back the whole time. Right? Mm-hmm. If I'm thinking right? Southeast? South. Southeast, like in the real yeah. world, it was shooting this yeah, way. So it'd be, yeah, so it would be. So if he's coming this way, he's edging into it. If he's coming this way, it's at his ass the whole time. Yeah, I mean, he was getting the whole timber yeah, blown so it, right it at makes him. sense for him to come out that way and loop in instead of come out the yeah, other he way. Looped, he looped around and come up. And yeah, come up into the wind and then yeah, hit the trail. That's what he did. Yeah, that makes sense to me instead of him coming out towards the east and then going straight down that trail because it had been blowing at his back and he had no idea if anything was on that field because he could he sent check that whole field with that wind you know yeah oh yeah. Got there. yeah so that is uh the story of pickles like i mean we killed that deer a year ago yeah theoretically mm-hmm. which is pretty cool yeah yeah the first surgically removed deer mm-hmm. actually this is what we're gonna do and this is what you know this is, this is what happened you know yeah. called it called we were gonna go in there and kill him and then yeah, the only thing we ever called is we called uh, Squiggles, and he, that guy is a ghost, bro. Straight ghost. <laughs> Absolute ghostess. Yeah. Squiggles is gone. 
Yep. But and I mean, we didn't. We almost called. We called. We called the other buck, and then we didn't hunt. He was there. We hunted. He wasn't there. Didn't hunt. He was there. Fuck. Which which buck? Fuck. At Kings. Oh, the split three yeah. buck. No, not the split three buck. The oh, chips and dip. Yeah. 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 We were in there prime time. Homie phone goes off loud as shit. <laughs> <laughs> October fourth, it like buck daylighted last night, right on the edge. I'm like, all right. Phone goes off. Fifteen minutes to prime time. Loud I, as I had hell. an alarm set so I could make a post for Grant uh, on our yeah. side for seven. So I had an alarm set for six fifty five. Yeah. <laughs> just absolutely prime. Like a, my shit set for every day yeah. to just go yeah. off and yeah. I didn't turn it off. And but, then then so I was like, all right, we're not. I, we hunted somewhere else the next day because we were like, all right, we're just in there. And then he daylighted mm-hmm. the day after we were in there. Daylighted the day before, the day after we were in there. Yeah. So would have double bucked Friday yeah. night That's if we were split up. Yeah. But yeah, so that. But that just goes to show you, you put that in the memory bank, and yeah, now you know. The first week of October, you unless I got something fire going on, I'm gonna set that tree every time I can hunt. Yeah. And I'm just going to burn it out. You got to sit that tree the first four days of season. Yeah. This is going to absolutely burn it out. Care. If the wind's right, I'm in there. And, like, that shit you guys just got to pick up on and, and keep in the bank. And I don't care if you got to write it down, write it on a dry erase board and frame it or whatever you got to do. You got to remember shit like that because, I like, in 2020 when we were hunting, it was like we totally forgot about pickles. Mm-hmm. Like, you just totally forget. Yeah. So, and this year I was like definitely not forgetting about this. Twenty twenty, we were spread all over the place. We were, we were we were everywhere. We were everywhere. We everywhere. were so we were on like three pieces of four pieces of public, mm-hmm. two pieces of private. Like it was just too. It's almost like we had much too much shit. time, too much time to be out there bouncing had, around. Like we were set up, and then we got Johns, and it was like, oh shit, we got Johns, and we got to get this shit up. And we were like, I was. You know how jacked I was. I'm like, dude, gun season, muzzleloader season. Yeah. The, every year that we can hold this thing, we're shooting a giant. Like, guaranteed gonna kill a giant on this piece. I was jacked. And then I was like, we're gonna run cams out here, gonna be giants. First set of pictures, <laughs> you get like a 160, 170 in velvet. You're like, fuck. Okay, yeah, we're on. <laughs> we're in the game. It's hey, like I thought. You hey, know? we had a December buck out there, too. Yeah, yeah, we had the wide six. <laughs> yeah, we had the wide six. That thing's probably a stud right now. Right. We, we, do you remember that buck that was like a three-point and then had it up and then straight over? Yeah. We got a picture of him this year nice. on the public. He's still alive. I'm like, still, still same thing. Looks exactly <laughs> the same. Didn't grow an inch. Maybe he just kept his antlers. Yeah, probably just kept his yeah. antlers. Yeah. <laughs> but... Yeah, man, that's pickles. Yeah, congratulations, dude. Opening yeah. day, I, I mean, that's like killing a deer opening day. Yeah, kill a doe, but a, a big deer, not on bait, like can't do any of that here. Probably. Not on a food pot, like you killed him off his bed opening day, first time going in all year. Yeah, if I if I had to guess, we were better. we were sixty to eighty yards off his bed. You think you seen him right when he got out of his bed? Is that when you seen him? Pretty damn close. I think so. I don't know. It's hard to tell. I mean, pretty yeah. damn close. Because yeah. he, I mean, I know that I feel like he was bedded right up, right where we thought on those cattails. And if he went north, he was probably 30 or 40 yards. Just right there where he was at, there's nothing for him to bed right there. There's mm-hmm. no, unless he was just laid by a tree. 
There's no uh, security cover from the bed where you've seen him. With, with as slow as he walked from the time we seen him to the time I shot him, um, he would have had to have gotten up while it was still raining if he was, you yeah. know, 100, 120 yards. Yeah. I mean, he was, yeah, it, it took just like him. you said, he's in no hurry because he's basically out in the bean field at, you know, yeah. 620 at, that for, night. Took him forever to get there. Yeah, yeah, it's just not doing nothing. I wish you could, like, bread trail him back and be like, all right, this is where I, he was. I know, I just want to know, like, trail he went. Mm-hmm. I want to know, like, every time I shoot it, I was like, you know, where were you 10 minutes ago? Yeah. Like, that would be cool. Yeah. If I could just hit the rewind and, and watch where you were 10 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. But I know where that deer was the previous 19 days between the hours of 6.40 at night and 7.15. <laughs> because. <laughs> right in front of that tree. And before I forget, because I yeah. will, um, I, I called Cody and uh, I was like, did you get the? Did you get him oh, on yeah. camera? And you're like, no, I got three blanks. I was like, how did you get, how did you get three blanks? I shot he the deer. right behind the camera. No, he walked in front of it when I shot him. Did he? Yeah. I was was, like, I I shot him right in front of the camera. Yeah. And then he ran off in front of the camera. Right. I was thinking he was just And you're like, like, nah, bro. See, I got the pictures. And my kids were swimming in the pool at the hotel. And I pulled my phone up right away. I'm like, oh. And I'm like, blanks. I'm like, what the hell? And then I messaged. That's when I was messaging you. Like, yeah. How's it it going out there? Yeah, shit's shit's going down out here. (laughs) How's it going? He's probably dead at that point, but it was like, tch. yeah, probably a few minute delay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It but seems like there's like a three to five minute delay when you get. There's a post on there about how they think people think mobile cam is unethical. I think we should talk about that. Yeah, I don't think I've ever been able to like, oh, there's a buck out here, and then been able to go kill him. I I would like to talk to someone that maybe had done that mm-hmm. and seen if it's a game changer, but. People just say that kind of stuff just to get you stirred up. It don't stir me up at all. I like reading the shit just to see what people think, but I don't know. I just feel like if it's a tool, you got to use it. Yeah. Like, if we could bait, I'd be a baiting I'd motherfucker. I'd be out there <laughs> it to them. <laughs> I was watching that jury the other day. Just truckloads of analogics. Oh, yeah. Right on the food just plot. back the truck up. back the truck up. <laughs> yeah. And shovel, shovel out it a out. dually full of <laughs> analytics. Snow shovel out yeah. the back of the truck. I'm like, this is insane. That's crazy. But all righty, we ready to wrap it up. Yeah, man. All right. Well, uh, always try to do the right thing. Try to leave a legacy. About mess that up. <laughs> and uh, we'll come at you later. White tail legacy out.